0: Welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Today we continue on a journey through a powerful series called God's Amazing Promises. In the upcoming lessons, you'll discover some of the most profound promises that God has made to you. And these promises are not mere words. They are keys to a renewed life, inner peace, and a hopeful future. But before we get started, have you ever felt you're made for something more? or had a dream that just seemed out of reach, then we've got the perfect resource for you. It's the brand new Created to Dream Journal. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part two of a message called God's Promises to You When You're Afraid of Failing.
1: No failure is final unless I give up. Now failure is not fatal, it's not gonna kill you, it's not terminal, it's not deadly. Failure is not fatal and failure is not final unless you choose to go, okay, I'm giving up, I'm not even gonna try. And that, that's, that's your fault. The fact is, the fear of failure is far worse in your life than failure. Failure is not a big deal. But the fear of failure is a really big deal. It's worse than failure. You fearing failure is worse than actually failing. Why? Because failure is a one-time shot, but fear of failure just goes on and on and on. It haunts you for hours and days and weeks and months and even years. The fear of failure can haunt you your entire life. Fear Failure is short-term. Fear of failure is long-term. And when you have the fear of failure, then you don't even try, which makes you a failure. So you might as well go ahead and do it. Did you follow the logic of that? Okay, if you fear it, you're not even gonna try, which means you're gonna fail, so the fear just guaranteed it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, here's one of my favorite verses in the Bible, Proverbs 24, verse 16. For even though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. Now, what I like about this is it says, even good guys stumble, even righteous people fall, even godly people make mistakes. He's saying righteous people fall, and they don't just fall once, they fall seven times. What makes a righteous person righteous? They get back up, they don't stay down. This is the quality of resilience, bounce back ability. And he's saying, if you wanna be a righteous woman of God, you wanna be a righteous man of God, one of the things you gotta learn is resilience, which means you're gonna stumble, but you get back up. A righteous man, he stumbles seven times, he still gets back up. It's the unrighteous person says, I quit, I tried once, it doesn't work, I give up. You see, there are a lot of factors in your life that are beyond your control that can cause failure, but if you get back up again, who knows what's gonna happen? I I did a study this week of famous failures who kept going and wouldn't quit. I could give you about 100 of these people, but let me just give you a few, because history books are filled with biographies of people who failed and failed and failed and failed, but would not give up, and then they succeeded. Here are a few. General George Washington, you know, first president of the United States, lost two-thirds of all the battles he fought against the British in the American Revolution i studied studied American Revolution in the first couple years of the Revolutionary War. Washington lost almost every single battle. He's backing up, he's retreating, he's retreating, he's retreating, retreating, because he doesn't have the manpower to take on the British. But he would not give up. He lost two out of every three battles in the Revolutionary War, lost more than he won. But he eventually won the war and became the first president and founder of our nation. How about Napoleon? Napoleon graduated 42nd in his class. A class of 43 people. (laughs) Not exactly a brilliant guy, okay? But then he went on and conquered Europe, okay? How about Albert Einstein? You're not gonna believe this, but Albert Einstein did not learn to speak. He didn't say a single word until he was over four years old. Any parent who has a child who doesn't say its first words until four years old, you think something's wrong with this child. They're, they're probably stunted in their intellectual uh, ability. He, Einstein did so poorly in the school, all of his professors, all of his teachers said he'd be a failure. In fact, he failed at math. And he, he did so poorly in school at age 16, he failed to pass the entrance exam for the Swiss Polytechnic School. When he finally did get accepted into a college, he struggled so much that he nearly dropped out. And then he reinvented science and math. Babe Ruth hit 831 home runs in baseball, but he struck out 1,330 times. For years, Babe Ruth led the league in strikeouts, not just home runs. The Bible tells us no failure is final, but a righteous man gets up and rises again. Look at this next verse, Galatians 6, 9. We must never get tired of doing good because if we don't give up in the struggle, we will get our harvest at the proper time. If you keep on going, you don't let failure be final you know, you never know what's gonna happen. Let me read you about this guy. At age seven, this man, this little boy, uh, at age seven, his family was forced out of their home and he had to go to work to help support the family. At seven years of age, he went to work. At age nine, he's still a shy little boy, his mother died. At age 22, he lost his job as a store clerk. He wanted to go to law school but his education wasn't good enough. Age 23, he went into debt to become a partner in a small store. Uh, three years later, his partner died, leaving him a huge debt, which took years to repay. At age 28, after dating a young woman for four solid years, he asked her to marry him, and she said no. In his 30s, he ran for public office, and he lost. A Couple years later, he ran again, and he lost again. At 37 years of age, on his third attempt to run for office, he's finally elected to Congress. But two years later, when he ran for re-election, he lost again, and he had a nervous breakdown as a result. At 41, in an unhappy marriage, his four-year-old son died. At 42, he ran to be elected as the land officer, and he lost. At 45, he ran for the Senate in the United States, and he lost again. A few years later, he ran for vice presidency and he lost again. At 49 years of age, he ran for the Senate and lost again. And then at 51, he was elected president of the United States. His name was Abraham Lincoln. What if Lincoln had said, I'm just gonna give up on the first time I ran for office? He lost like eight or nine times before he finally was elected President of the United States and saved the Union and saved the history of America. You don't know what's in store for you. All of those past failures could be just prologue for your future. Failure is not the worst thing that can happen to you. There's a lot worse things than failure. So don't exaggerate. Here's the third thing you need to remember. First, remember everybody fails many ways. Second, no failure is final till you just choose to give up. Third, remember that failure is the path to success if I'm humble and willing to learn from it. If I'm humble and willing to learn from it, failure is the path to success. Now, there is no other path to success except through failure. Failure is the door to success. It's how you become a success. Nobody just has success without any failures unless you just get lucky once and that's the last time you're gonna do that. It's something that you learn from. If you don't learn from your failures, well then that really is a failure. Proverbs 28, verse 13, says this in the Bible. A man who refuses to admit his mistakes will never be successful. Okay? You just you're not know, learning from it and you're not admitting them. But if he confesses and forsakes them, in other words, you learn from your mistakes, he gets another chance. There are some things in life you only learn from failure. You can't learn them any other way. And so if there's some things you only learn from failure, you should stop calling it a failure and start calling it an education. Some of us are highly educated. (laughs) We've had a lot of failures in our life. that's how we get our education. That's how we go, there, there are actually many, many benefits to failing in life. You say, like what? Well, I, I can give you, a, let me give you three or four. Um, first thing is, failure shows us what doesn't work. And, and if you're gonna learn what works, then you, you have to, to fail to know what doesn't work. What was it that uh, Thomas Edison tried? What, a thousand different elements before he discovered that tungsten was the, the right element for the incandescent light bulb. And, and if he'd stopped at 999, it would, there would be no light bulb. But he goes, I know 999 things that don't work. It, it shows what doesn't work. Second thing it does is failure develops our skills. Nobody gets good at something without failing at it first. How'd you learn to ride a bicycle? Get on and never have a crash? or a skateboard, never fall off and skin your knee, or anything else. These all-star Olympic athletes who, you know, do g- amazing gymnastic feats and do the, you know, in ice skating, triple lutz backwards, they're, they're put in harnesses and they'll do that triple lutz maybe 10,000 times and do it wrong before they ever get it right. That's the only way you learn a skill is by doing it and over and over and over, and then you get good at it. Okay? uh, Most of you know that when I started in ministry, I didn't start as a preacher, I actually started in in music ministry. Uh, I played guitar and drums since I was a kid, had a garage band growing up, loved to sing. The only problem was nobody liked to listen. (laughs) And pretty quickly I figured out, okay, I'm not wired for that. I like music, but I'm not wired for it. And I quickly switched to speaking. And then people go, you know, when you talk, God uses that. It, it's like you're talking to me. I, now, I wanna, did I, was I always that clear? Of course not. My first sermon sucked. <laughs> I wanted to get up and apologize. I said, everybody go home. God's not here. It's real obvious. Let's just go home. Sorry. Let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> but the only way you get good at something, the first time you do anything, you're not good at it. You're not good at anything the first time, but you get better at it, whether it's cooking or anything else, you just get better. And, and the way you develop your skill is through failure. You go, well, I'm not gonna do that again. And, and, and if you're learning from it, then failure is always the stepping stone to success if you keep trying. And if you analyze it, go, okay, what did I do there that didn't work? Now, if you don't analyze your life, if you don't look at your life go, why did that project not work out? Why did that job opportunity not work out? Why did that interview not work out? If you don't analyze it, then you didn't learn anything. It was a failure. But I have learned, being pastor of this church now for almost 40 years, there is no such thing as innovation without failure. They go together. We actually innovate out of our failures. Well, that didn't work. I, I tell my staff, I said, everybody, I want everybody making a big failure every week in your, in your ministry. Because if you're not failing, it means you're not trying anything new. So I say, go out and fail this week, and make it a doozy, okay? Make it a really big, not, not the one you did last week, because that's dumb, that's older. You get that, that you're not learning. Learn something new and, and fail that way. You say, why do you want people failing? Because I don't want to take all the blame myself. I wanna spread it around, I know I'm gonna make mistakes, I know I'm gonna fail, and if I'm gonna fail, I wanna share the blame, I want you making some of them. So I'm telling every member of our church, go out and fail this week. (laughs) Try something new you've never tried before. And guess what, you'll probably fail at it, but then learn from it, and get better, and get better, and get better. That's how you do it. So I'm telling the whole church, I tell the staff this all the time, I want you, Uh, to fail fast, fail often, and fail cheap. (laughs) Don't (laughs) spend a lot of money doing it, but fail fast, fail often, fail cheap. That's how you innovate, that's how you grow, that's how you learn. Benefits of a failure, it it helps me develop my skills. You know what, it it helps you discover your talents. It helps you discover your true shape. I could have taken all kinds of tests and not known that I was good at teaching because I'd never done it. There are things in your life that you're really good at and you don't even know you're good at it. Why? Because you've never done it. You know, Nathaniel Hawthorne was probably one of the greatest writers in American history. He wrote that book, The Scarlet Letter, and many other books you probably had to read in, in, in a school. Great American writer, he failed as a customs clerk. He was fired from his job. And he came home totally discouraged, totally depressed, and he says to his young wife, honey, I am a total failure in life, and I can't even support us. And I, I just lost my job as a custom clerk. I mean, how bad was that? I, I'm, you know, I'm nothing, I, and he just felt like a total failure. But his wife was brilliant and loving. And she took him by the hand and she led him over and set him down at the kitchen table. And she put a piece of paper in front of him and got an inkwell and an, and an ink uh, pen and said, Look, you've always wanted to write. Now you've got time to do it. And it's because of his wife that we have all of Nathaniel Hawthorne's great novels. Somebody said, I believe in you. I believe you could do this. Who do you need to say that to? to your husband, to your wife, to a friend, to a child, to a parent, somebody that you love, and they're all down because they failed at something, it just means they're not in the right place. You know, Colonel Sanders was a total failure at everything he did until like, in like 84 years of age, he figured out how to cook chicken under pressure. (laughs) And that was finger licking good. But you discover your shape through, through ministry and through, um, through trying all different things. But I think the greatest benefit, actually a failure in your life, is it just makes you a little bit more humble. And it makes you a little bit more loving and more gracious. And you're a whole lot less judgmental of other people when you've had some hard knocks yourself.
0: This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. Did you know you can start every day with hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick? Well, you can when you sign up to receive his life-changing daily Bible teaching delivered directly to your inbox. Just go to PastorRick.com and sign up for his free Daily Hope devotional. Don't miss out. Sign up now at PastorRick.com. Rick will be back in just a moment, but first, we've got something truly special to share with you today. If you've ever felt that you're made for something more, if you've ever had a dream that seemed just out of reach, we've got the perfect resource for you. Introducing the brand new Created to Dream Journal by best-selling author and pastor Rick Warren. It's not just any journal. It's your key to unlocking your God-given dreams and purpose. Pastor Rick's wisdom and guidance are now at your fingertips, right there on the pages of this incredible journal. You'll embark on a transformative path to strengthen your faith, stretch your imagination, and expand your horizon. The Created to Dream journal includes scripture passages, excerpts from the Created to Dream book, journaling prompts, and thought-provoking activities. It's an experience designed to help you find your unique purpose in life. This journal is perfect on its own or as a companion to the Created to Dream book. Don't miss out on the greatest adventure of your life. Get started on your journey today by requesting your very own copy of the new Created to Dream journal and we'll send it to you today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope Take the hope of Jesus to people here and around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thank you so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick to tell you how you can help support this ministry.
1: Jesus told his disciples that they should live their lives according to five specific purposes. He said, you've got to love God with all your heart, that's worship, and love your neighbor as yourself, that's ministry, that's called the great commandment. And then Jesus said, go make disciples, that's evangelism, baptize them into the family of God, that's fellowship, a sign of fellowship. And then he said, teach them, obey everything I've taught you, that's discipleship. And we call that the great commission. We believe it. Daily Hope, that a great commitment to the great commandment and the great commission will produce a great Christian, a great church, a great company, a great community. You know, I started Daily Hope so I could spread the good news about Jesus, not just across America, but all around the world. And we want people to know that God's word is filled with hope and truth, and the power that we need to follow him every day is available to every single one. You know as well as I do that the word of God changes lives. It's alive, it's active, and it breathes new life and new love into all of our lives. So wherever you listen to this, whether you listen on the website, whether you listen on a radio station, or whether you listen through a podcast, you're a part of the Daily Hope family, and I need your help. We could not do this without your support. Now, you know, I don't take any funds from this broadcast. We don't have any giant million-dollar donor who's giving big gifts to this. It comes from daily donations from listeners like you. We're 100% listener-funded. Would you continue to pray for this broadcast, and would you continue to support us? And we'll get to heaven, and we'll thank God for all the people going to
0: be in heaven because you cared. You can give right now by going to PastorRick.com or by just texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. We'll say thanks by sending you the brand new Created to Dream journal. Again, that's PastorRick.com or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time. As we look into God's word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.